Welcome to episode 15 of the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and with me is my co-host, Tim Beecham. What's going on this morning, Pimp? Oh, today, good morning, man. My, my stocks went up. I'm feeling good. Uh, been checking off my to-do list today, so it's a good day. Man, man, that's always good to hear, man. You got a good start, man. Man, we got again some some uh questions on the table, man. You know how I how I normally throw the spiel out. One don't go with the other. Just some random questions, man. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and hop into the first one, man. If you could change one thing about your wife, girlfriend, significant other, what would it be and why? Hmm. That's kind of hard to nail down to one thing, but off the top of the dome, I would have to say I would give her the ability to, without being provoked, to say, you know something, I made a mistake, or I'm wrong, or I'm sorry even. would probably be one of my, my top ones, at least in the top five. So so you're saying pretty much the, the ability to admit when she's wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a better way of phrasing it. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, it is, uh, hard to narrow down just one. <laughs> I would say the, the ability to, um, communicate better and more clearly, man, to where we can, we can settle our issues or problems that, that, uh, we may have on the table at that time, uh, more, more smoothly without, um, with, with less altercations, man. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with less altercations, brother. Let's flip that around. What, what if it's a uh, one thing that you could do better to uh, increase the quality of your relationship with your significant other? I I, I do notice, man, that uh, sometimes, and you know what, man? If she hear this podcast, she gonna she gonna cut a few flips and somersaults when she hear me say this right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we know this is the episode you won't be bringing up <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> man I would say that and you know I have been noticing lately that um during some some conversations or some discussions I I, I, I tend to cut her off man mm, mm. and um yeah yeah that within itself can itself cause some um uh, some aggravation, man. So I would say, uh, for, for me to listen better. Okay, you know something. That's a, that is a great quality to have, and the fact that you even admit that, uh, and without you know having a, a delay or having to think about it, I mean, you, it, my caps off to you on that one, man. That, that's a good one. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Now, what about you, man? If you could change. One thing about yourself to bring your uh, more uh, quality to your relationship, what would it be? Well, I have this uh, thing that I already do where on a monthly basis, I call it doing a checkup from the neck up. Where right. I'll always ask her, you know, pretty much like, how am I doing? But the way I phrase it is, what is one thing? Cause I, I learned a long time ago to narrow down to one thing. Because uh, yeah. initially I said, what is something I could change to make this relationship better? Oh, man, I, I fell asleep 
with the list, man. The list. <laughs> so I said one. So I always ask her one thing, and that varies depending on you know what mood she's in and and what I cover. Right. I mean, if I had to pick one for myself, I would. Uh, I'm more of a planner, and she's more. Uh, you know, she's spontaneous. So I think there's some time to be able to go with her spontaneity rather than. I just don't have a good time when stuff's not planned out. You know what I mean? Or, or it's poorly right, planned. Right. So I, I think the bidding a little bit. Right. Okay. Okay. So so being able to be a little bit more flexible with, with her. And there you go. Or with, with everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Because I, I have that problem with all relationships in my life. And I mean, I, I do got to say uh, that's that's uh, one thing with me too, man. I, I'm a planner, man. Um, I can't stand no last minute things. I, I just like to have stuff planned out and then, you know, sometimes in life it's not always possible to plan out everything. Yeah, You do have spontaneous things that happen and stuff like that. But my wife, man, is a fly by the seat of her pants. Let's <laughs> do it right now. Even though I had some other plans, I'm gonna push them to the side. Let's go ahead and do this type, type of uh, person, man. And, that's not always a bad thing. It's not always a good thing either. I would say, man, that that I I would um too would would like to uh, be able to be more spontaneous like she is on certain things, man. Because I, I feel that my opinion, majority of the things go better when they are planned out. Well, yeah, well you know, well, I'm sitting there trying to go over some of her. Um... Well, just one thing that happened like about a week ago. I have a certain day. This is my laundry day. This is the day I do laundry. I have a certain way that I do laundry that makes it easier for me um, to to do it. Like I'll put the most difficult things up front that needs uh, like you got to hang them up. It mm-hmm. takes more to, more effort than just put them in a drawer or something. Right. Right. Well, on the record, I don't put anything in the drawer. I have little boxes in my drawer. My socks are folded a certain way. So I mean. It, but for her, it's um, I'm in the middle of working stuff. I already have my to-do task and everything in Evernote. I'm ready to go. And, hey, uh, will you help me with laundry today? Just, I'm like, come on, man. I, you know, today's not my laundry day. And it just kind of throws off the whole day. Or even something mm-hmm. as simple as going grocery shopping. I go, I have a, a list of what I want. Now, there's sometimes that I remember, oh, yeah, when I get there, I'll add to the list or take away. But usually when we go and come back, we have everything. I cannot remember a time when we said that, um, oh, we forgot this. Every single time she goes grocery shopping, <laughs> there's not one. There's not one. She forgets something. Like something as simple as I remember right. saying that, um, hey, are you going to the store? So she was already going to the store for something. I said, hey, we need um, uh, some hamburger buns and uh, some uh, aluminum foil. She comes back with some, I don't know what kind of buns this was, some thick doughy type. But I'm like, wow, this is not that we could have just went with the hamburger buns. Where's the aluminum foil? Ah, oh, I forgot it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't even think of the, the spot name. Like, she wanted to go down to the ocean front one time. Let's just go for a walk around the beach. And uh, Virginia Beach is a tourist area. So we get down yeah. there and we're stuck in traffic for hours because they have something going on. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so they're about to already have an attitude from. No, I don't think anybody enjoys sitting in traffic. And for me, I'm thinking, no, of all the stuff I could have been working on or what I could have been doing. You know what I mean? Right. And um, so we get down there. I, I take a deep breath. Oh, 
And then we park. And park is usually around 10 bucks. And it might be a couple bucks if you can get in one of the garages. It is $30 to park because they have an event going on down there. Wow. Wasn't happy about that. So we go ahead, we park. And uh, we're walking around. It's crowds of people all over the place. People have been drinking. You have tours here that, you know, they're, you know, loud and obnoxious. So I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm just really... Then there's no plan. We're just walking around. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's not, mm. hey, yeah, let's go here, man, let's go there, man. let's go here. I will admit that, uh, you know, for the, for the most part, my wife does, uh, like, the grocery shopping. So, in return, I do my best to help her with having a list made out. And my thing is, is I would rather... When I noticed that we need something in the house, mm-hmm. put it on the list. Man, it is so many times, and, I, and I've tried to talk to her about it. I've tried to explain to her why it's better to have a list. Man, so many times she will, out the blue, call me. I'm at the grocery store. You need anything? I'm like, <laughs> come on, babe, man. Like, like, what, you got your list? <laughs> well, no, I just got a couple things in my head. I, man, come <laughs> on, man. Because you're not going to remember everything that's in your head. You're going to forget something. And then uh, in return, you're also going to forget something that we need at the house. Yes. And you're going to come home and be like, oh, man, I forgot this and I forgot that. But, man, I don't know. I don't know how to help her with that, man, because no matter what I say with babe, uh, you know, I got a list, add to it. She, she'll call me either. I'm at the grocery store. Do you need anything? Or she comes home, pull in the garage. Bim, bim, we go out there. She got some, she uh, got groceries in the car. <laughs> so I don't know what to do about that. One. Oh, I, you know, I really think that there's nothing. Cause I found that I tried to do the same thing you were saying. I tried to, well, let's sit down and make a list. And I can tell she, she either forgets the list or I'll watch her when I go with mm-hmm. her. She doesn't pull a list out at all. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, I have to learn to live with what well, I had to learn. I said, like, it's something new to live with. This is the way she does things. This is the way I do things. I just wish that when it came to my way was a little bit more respected since I have to, in order to keep the peace, I have to learn to respect the way you do things. Right. Even something as far as like cleaning the kitchen. I watch her do it all the time. She'll sweep the floor. Um, you know, we have like the tile flooring and she'll sweep that up and. I've even seen her go as far as mop the floor, then go back and clean off the counters. I said, you know, stuff has fallen on the floor or whatever from the counter. It makes more sense to clean out the counters, get that clean, and then uh, do the floors. But you do it your way, and I do it my way. (laughs) I said, okay. So it's just been when I see her do it, I don't look because I know it'll bother me, and I usually go back and redo it. So I just just don't look. I turn my head. (laughs) I've been in those same same situations because I, I I have a certain way that I clean for it to be a, a, a system that goes smoothly. Yes. For instance, I'm not going to mop the floors or um, vacuum the floors before I pick up the dirty clothes yeah. or <laughs> um, you know any, you know anything like that. You know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But and and my wife, man, she will. She get she get aggravated with me, and she say the same thing. Well, you you 
you you do it your way, I do it my way, or or you always think your way is better. Well, no, I think my way is gonna help the situation go more smoothly. Yeah, yeah, but man. No matter, no, yeah, no matter how I put it, man, she gets aggravated with me. Yeah, I think we better uh, jump off the subject wise for we both be doing a one on divorce. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> you got a point there, brother. So we're gonna move on to the next one. Should sex education be banned in middle schools? I have a hard time with, with, with well, not a hard time with this. I think it the middle school or in schools period it shouldn't be the only source of information that because right now with the internet and stuff believe me kids are have access to information about sex way younger than what we did you know what I mean right and I rather it be a joint discussion and figure it out together and and put the pieces together together and well you know already my parenting style is more of a now, nobody agrees with my philosophy, <laughs> my parenting style is, right, right. you know, I'm not, I don't cut no corners. I, I, I You get the amount of respect that you give and I, I don't baby it. I use curse words a lot when I'm talking to uh, my kids because in my mind, the real world is, is there's no baby in them. <laughs> it's more harsh. And, it, and it's not getting better. <laughs> and so I, I think it should, it should stay in, but in addition Parents should be more active in discussing. I think I'm sort of think we had a topic similar to this before because, or maybe you and I was just talking about it. Because I think the way you and your wife brought up the subject matter and y'all was together and and you the way you brought it up, I think was probably the best way to do it, in my opinion. Along in addition with it being in school, I agree, man. Um, like you say, these days, man, it's 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 totally different than it was back when we was young, man. There is the internet, and you don't want your kid learning off the internet. Oh, you don't want your kid <laughs> learning from their friends, man. Because yeah, exactly. their friends just as stupid as they are. <laughs> it, it just, just keeping it real. And I don't sugarcoat anything when I talk to my kids either. I keep it real with them. And um, like you say, I, I do throw a few cuss words around, but, I, you know, I keep it real with them. I just recently had a... Um, conversation with my daughter and I was I was talking to her about boys and what boys her age are looking for and boys her age are only looking for sex right now hold on hold on can I stop you can I stop you right there man once you figure out what it is for the rest of your life that's the way it's starting out now if we go back and be honest when you met your wife you didn't think oh my god she's has a nice person out no you was trying to bone and you, you discovered everything else <laughs> right. from there. Yeah, men, men, we we men, and I hate to say this, and I'm not I'm not down on me, but any man that's honest and, and take a good look in the mirror, man, money, sex, and something to eat. That's pretty much what we need to survive, right? <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it it is other little things in there, but to to keep it real with. The main things that we we looking for, man. You you you. That's true. Because I'm gonna speak on you and I because I, I you know I, there might be a man out there that said, well, hey, when I see a woman in a grocery store with yoga pants on, I think she probably has a nice personality. You know, what I mean? <laughs> no, I, I I've never hey, seen. Man, that. It may, hey, it may be a dude out there like that, brother. 
Yeah, well, he needs to uh, reach out to us because we, we need to interview this dude so we can uh, make jokes. I'm joking this dude for life. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, not, not, and I think I, I sort of got off here. and I, I No, no so, well, you know, uh, your daughter's like like a family to me. And I, I'm like, where's he right. going with this? Do I have to drive down here? <laughs> What's going on? That's what <laughs> Pretty much what I told her, I said, boys your age. Or they're just looking for sex. I said that that don't mean that they not they don't come from a good home. Right. That don't mean that they don't they won't grow up to do big and great things. I said, but boys your age just want sex. I said that's what they're looking for when it comes to these girls. I said, and w- because when we become men, it's the same damn thing. <laughs> I said it don't change. I said, we just, as men, we learn how to curb it because we know that women just ain't going to be putting up with, (laughs) you know, our our sexual desires all the time. I said, that's what boys are looking for. I said, and and when when some of these boys find out that you're not going to give them what they want, then they are either they're going on to to the next chick, or they or they're gonna tell you that well they just want to be friends. Right, right. Men usually get stuck in a relationship because that's what the woman wants. Well, I take that back. There's a I have a few situations going on in my life right now with some uh, friends of mine that they they actually want the relationship. They say, but I think that they just want booty on deck. Is what I think it is. Really. Right. 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 Real quick, um, just to answer the question of what, how I feel about should sexual education be banned from middle schools? No, I don't. I don't think it should. Um, because these days, in my opinion, you should be talking to your kids about sex earlier. Mm. And we started talking to our kids about sex at ten years old. Both of them now they're two years apart, so right, right. You know, my my daughter got the the, the talk first, but uh, on up to right now, my daughter's eighteen in college. I feel that it has to be a a um, uh, you know, if they're teaching it and they they they're talking about this in school with with these uh, with these students, you can't just leave it at that. Right, right. You know, when they come home, you need to be the one that's uh, further educating them on sex and how to be re- smart and responsible and all of that stuff when it comes to it. Yeah, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. And I, I think maybe you and your wife should write a book about, uh, you know, uh, parenting because I think you guys do a great job of parenting. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's comical at times. Well, let me take that back. Y'all do do a great job, but uh, you get the short end of the stick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I I gotta agree with you on that, brother. I have to agree with you, man. You know, I thought about you. I, I was over a, a friend of my lodge brother's house, and his son comes in now. I, and this is—I'll just jump off topic for a bit. I should have saved—I should have made this a topic, but uh, his son comes in. Got my progress report. This dude is getting a bad grade in virtual learning. Mm. The dad's jumping on him left and right. Boy, you know, how in the hell can you do this? Dude? I mean, he's going off on it. I'm like, home oh, man. So I stuck my foot on the ground like I'm, and I was pretending like I was slamming the gavel. And I said, order in the court, order in the court. 
because everybody's kid, I'm their defense attorney. So it's a, <laughs> right. It's a, I'm like, hold right. on, man. My client, this is something new. Just they said, I mean, Tim, don't start, man, because you can get some too. You know. What I mean? <laughs> so here comes the daughter with the progress report. She doesn't have a grade as low as the one he has, but it's still, for me, with my son, it, it had to be A's. He maybe from preschool all the way through college, maybe he had five B's, and so she had like a a C on something. And um, she said, "Daddy, you know, I want to, before I give it to you, I want you to know I got a C, and but I'm doing this and doing that, and I already talked to my teacher. I'm doing this, I'm doing that." He was like, baby, it's all right. I know that you're trying to. I'm like, hold on a minute, man. You know, I, mean? I just seen the way. Yeah, yeah. I said, man, because, you know, he listens to the show. I said, but you just got Chad, man. You just got Chad. Man. I, said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, she just came in. Every time I'm over there, I can see them both coming in the house. They both done traced mud in the house. The, the dog, oh, dad, I'm sorry. Just, oh, baby, I'm sorry. Just get something cleaned up, baby. Just The son. Boy, you don't just, I'm just like make up. And I see that with, with you, you know, your son and daughter. I see uh, my man, your son, uh, a.k.a. The Beast. Let him hear that so you know I, I <laughs> shot him out in the podcast. Um, I see where he's. Right on, right on. Where, uh, and you let him have the business, man. You let him have the business, man. But I see your daughter just getting you, getting you. I remember, I don't know what the, the subject was about exactly, but I remember her coming in one time saying, uh, Dad, hold on a minute before you get started. That's how she opened up. <laughs> I mean, man, like I say, like I said before, man, when she comes to me, it's like she done sat in her room for a few hours and planned out this whole conversation and what she going to say and how I'm going to respond and what she going to say next. And, man, I'm telling you, sometimes she walks away from this conversation. I'm like, wait a minute, man. Yeah, man, did she just get over on me? Like, what just happened? <laughs> oh, you know, man, man and, 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 and um, my son, man, you know, I tell my son, I, I, I always tell him, I said, look, son, I said, you may think that I'm being hard on you. now, And, and, and let me be clear on something so the listeners don't get it twisted. Right. I give my daughter the business now, like, you know, she just don't be getting by with everything. It, it's nothing like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, but hold on. Some, now. I, you're right. You do give yeah. her the business. And yeah. then uh, you call me up and you tell me, yeah, she did this, she did that, this, that. Then, uh, uh, Dad, are you busy? <laughs> you see, I'm on the phone. <laughs> Girl, go on back. Dad, just hold on a minute now. <laughs> so, and I'm on the end. I have nothing to do with the situation. I'm on the end breaking down. I'm up here arguing with you. About giving your daughter right. whatever, you know. <laughs> so I mean, so so let, you do give her the business. I'm not saying she gets away with everything, yeah. but the guilt right. that she puts on you after you give her the business. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I I tell my son, man, I'm like, look, man, you may think I'm being hard on you. I said I'm not. I said because I said, look, son, you got to be able to know this knowledge and, and be able to handle these things yourself. Mm -hmm. And of course, me and my mama going to be, me and your mom going to be there to help you wherever we can. I said, but you're going to need to be able to know this knowledge and have these skills. I said, because ain't nobody going to take care of you. I said, your sister, 
I said she could be the sorriest woman in the world, and I and you know, not I'm doing my I've, damn show. Do we doing our best for her not to be like right, that? Course, but this is just an example. Yeah, I said she can be the sorriest woman in the world. I said it's gonna be a dumbass dude out there that's gonna take care of her, man. I said you. You go, you're going to have to take care of yourself. And I said, and then one day you're going to have to take care of your family, man. And I said, hopefully you find a good woman that uh, it's a, um, you know, it's a balance with both of y'all taking care of each other. I said, but I think you get what I, uh, what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. And he, he understands where I'm coming from. Well, you, you gotta, and which is, and um, <laughs> I'm only basing this on my, with the people that I know. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of these kids, uh, you can look at them and tell they're not going to make it. Life's going to chew them up and spit them out. Right, right. But, you know, your son, I think he, he's a good young man, and I think he's going to turn out to be great. I think he's going to he's gonna be one of those people that uh, make a difference in the community. He, he's a good he's a good kid. I, he definitely should be proud. Now, he talk a bunch of stuff. I appreciate now. that. And I am. And I am. I'm proud of him. And I'm going to put it out there again. This is a man show, so I'm going to say some man things. I, I think as far as women go, and from what I see in society, like today, I seen a, that's a little, it's like hoodie weather almost today. Yeah. And I'm in a grocery store. Again, I see a girl with some, they look like the volleyball shorts now. Like, keep in mind, I do not, mind. well, I keep, I use that term wrong. She was a woman. She wasn't a girl. She was pushing a stroller, had two kids in it volleyball shorts on. I mean, there's nothing left to the imagination whatsoever. She reminds me of uh, Peggy Bundy from, um, uh, what was that called? Married with Children. <laughs> yeah. show. And she's chomping on this gum. She, I mean, you see dudes getting hit by their girl for trying to peek out the corner of their eye at her. You're going to look. If you're a man, you're going to look. And I'm looking at her thinking that plan A didn't work somewhere along the line. You know what I mean? <laughs> And she got some poor sucker somewhere. <laughs> just, you know what I mean? It's just so I, I, women are always find a sucker if they had to. I don't think they should. No. I think women should be independent. Yeah. I think that they should have their own before they talk about. Like one, my friend's son is talking about him and his girl moving in. Now they're just fresh out of college. And uh, his son called and was talking to me about it. I said, "Did your dad know you calling?" He said, man, you know how my dad is. He, you know, he Right. I said, well, I, most of the time your dad's right. His delivery might be bad, in my opinion. I said, you and this girl talking about moving in together, you have nothing yet. You have nothing. I think you should get out and experience life before you get into a relationship. Because I've, I've been one of those people that got in a relationship too early. And it, it was it was one of my many mistakes that I made in life. And as a woman, for you get in and have to count on somebody else or have to count on a man to take care of you or to go get your education, go get, you know, your job, go get your money. And then if you want a relationship, go into the relationship with your own stuff. That's just my opinion. I agree with that. Now, switch it around. I don't know too many women that's really to take care of a bum, a man with no job that don't have nothing or you know, they're not going right, to take care right. of us. You know what I mean? You got to be right. Good with something like um, the guy I'm telling you about that uh, wanted to move in with his girlfriend out of college. The way I say it's going to be bad for him. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to work because I don't want I don't want anybody to hear this. And he's oh he's talking about me. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's a, he's allergic to everything. 
he doesn't like to drive because it, it hurts his wrist if they drive long or his back start hurting. Uh, so she drives when they go far, far distances. Right. Um, he'll, I think he has, uh, I think he may have anxiety, you know, the, the more that he and I talk and the more I get to know him. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is something that if you say, Hey, I got a problem, then, then it can be fixed. But if you say, ain't nothing wrong with me, then you're, you're stuck. Oh, even this, and I, I said, I thought about you on this one. She's the one that, she likes to get out there and, and work on the car. She she likes changing the brakes and stuff. He just doesn't like doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're not in a position where they can pay to have some of these things done. Right, right. Now, wait a minute. Yeah. You, said, you, you said that made you think about me? What do you mean? Well, I mean, because, like, you, so I only have a couple of friends that are, like, real good with their hands. You know what I mean? They could, like, you... Never worked on the AC in your life, and somehow you kind of look at it and kind of figure out, I think this is what it is. You're just mechanically inclined. Yeah, yeah. Where right. I, I can look at a doorknob, and it take, it's a, that's a whole day project. I got to go get the tool belt. <laughs> now, if you look at me, I look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I got the tool belt on, the tools around, and I'm standing looking. I'm measuring it, and you know, at the end of the day, the doorknob probably on backwards or the wrong way. <laughs> Come on, man. I really don't think you give yourself enough credit because, man, you you ain't that bad, well, man. Well, next time you guys come and visit, I'm going to show you some of my repairs and then let you judge for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I think we're going to have to pause and go uh, pay some of these bills, brother. Okay, bro. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. Hello, this is your main man, Tim B., and let me tell you, I cannot think of anything that I hate doing more than cutting the grass. I hate yard work. Well, that is now a thing of the past. Thanks to the robotic lawnmower called Landroid. This thing is sweet. It is extremely simple to set up. All you have to do is set the charging base, lay down the boundary wire, and measure your yard using the app. It's that simple. If you want to find out more about this awesome robotic lawnmower, Visit stressedoutdads.com forward slash Landroid. That's stressedoutdads.com forward slash L-A-N-D-R-O-I-D. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Uh, Tim, man, I think the previous questions we gave some uh, some good answers to, man. What you think? I think the listeners uh, like it, especially the sex education, because a lot of people are dealing with that and parents are, you know, a little bit shy and it's a difficult thing to talk about. Right. And uh, most kids are going straight to YouTube university and learning everything. Or so they, they believe. Right. Yeah. They're getting a whole bunch of messed up information. Uh-huh. Yeah. I ain't going to waste too much more time. I'm going to hop back into, uh, going to this next question, man. All right. So if you could go back in time and give your parents advice, what advice would you give them and why? Um, pull out. No, I'm just... <laughs> 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 nah, 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 nah. <clears throat> I would um, try to show them how, uh, especially, and I can't, my parents, the only ones I can really speak about, is right. I wish coming up that they would have taught me more about finances and saving money and investing but you know they didn't know right so if I can go right. back in time I will try to put them on that track but who knows if they would have had some money maybe they would have never had free time to have no kids you know what I'm saying so, hey, that's true that's true man you know but I would uh, that's probably where I would go with that how about you 
I mean, and the funny thing is, is I was thinking the same thing, man. Saving money, man. Um, living below your means. And again, I, I hate to say the same thing that you did, but um, man, my parents didn't. They, they were. They wouldn't taught that, man. They wouldn't taught to save money or um, even put back. It doesn't matter how much you put back, whether it's $2 or $5 or a dollar, put back something every time you get paid. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's something I learned when I was, you know, on my own. I learned that on my own. Yeah, yeah. That, um... You know, you put, no matter what it is, you put back a little something every time. And you'll be amazed at how you can start saving money. I guess another um, piece of advice I would give my parents was if you see a relationship or that your relationship is going sideways and south, (laughs) (laughs) either... You know, tighten up your ship and see how y'all can work together to make it better. Or call it quits, man, and move on. Yeah, I think that uh, same with my parents, but I think that most of the fights and arguments, because when you're poor, you do things that you wouldn't normally do. You know what I mean? Right, right. When you're struggling to pay the rent and you're struggling, because most people say, why do you keep having kids if they, you know, they're poor? They ain't got nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I would tell them, you know, still the, the finances and to, um, and here we go again, to be a better planner. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. Good piece of advice. Be a better planner. I've never seen anything successful without a, a system and some type of organization. Nothing. Me either. At all. You know, you got to have a plan. And to me, everything works better that way. And again, I, you know, I'm, if I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry to the listeners, but, you know, life sometimes throws you curveballs where you can't have a plan. I know that. But where you can have a plan, have a plan. It's not hard to sit down with your, you know, you and your wife or your, girlfriend or your significant other whatever and make a damn plan you know i, I say that it's like a, a gps navigation you set it and it's it's not the end all be all but it helps you to get from point a to point b and sometimes you get there and it said there's a detour right take that detour and get right back on on, on the track with where you're supposed to go but i have a question for you regarding this now your answer was um if you went back in time the advice you would give your parents overall yeah. What if you can go back to like uh, in time and just talk to your father and go back in time and then just talk to your mother? What kind of advice would you give each one of them? Man, 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 because uh, my dad was a different type of dude, man. He was a different type of, he was a different type of man, dog. Um, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a speak on my mama if I could go back okay. and I could talk to my mama um cause you know I know how my mama came up and I know she came up rough and she had a hard life mm-hmm. and, but if I could sit down and talk to my mom one on one I guess I would tell her 
take more time to get to know the person that you think you know. Mm. You know, take more time to really pay attention to any warning signs that that may be there. You know, take take the if you see warning signs, pay attention to those warning signs instead of saying, "Oh, it's nothing," and later on realizing that it really was something. Yeah, it's already a big fire by the time they realize. Right? It. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's already the house is already a five alarm house fire and then you trying to put the fire out that's what I would tell her man um my dad man man it's it's it's, it's so much stuff I would say to my dad <laughs> that uh man a, a lot of it I can't even say in this podcast man I, I had to leave that one where it sit man mm. yeah okay okay now what what about you? What about you, man? If you could sit one on one with your mom and your dad, what would you say to them? Well, I would go back to my dad and tell him, you know, because he used to play with a group called the Ohio Hustlers, who eventually became the Ohio Players. Yeah. And of course, listening to all of them tell the stories, Sugarfoot and all of them, of course, they wanted to make it big. That was their dream. Right. And when they, it seemed like you're when you're traveling on the road, playing little dive bars and stuff like that, and uh, dad used to tell me they only made enough money to cover, you know, getting to the next dive bar. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. Um, I think he gave up on his dream. You know what I mean? And um, even though they never made it to be like, you know, like uh, the Rolling Stones or anything, um, they got a record deal. And as stipulation of the record deal, they thought that the term the Ohio Hustlers was too harsh. So that's where they came up with the Ohio players because the slang back then, it meant the same. You know what I mean? Right, right. And yeah. then now, instead of it being something that he was passionate about, and I mean, he loved the dive bars. He just wished they could get more money and he wanted to play on a bigger platform. Yeah. So now, it was hurry up and wait and that somebody else was supervising the way they did their music and they're spending all this time in the studio. And what they were really doing, they give them a budget so they say, oh, they got some money now. And of course, they went out buying, you know, Cars and suits and stuff like that. And instead of saving that money. Yeah, and they're in the studio and getting, now they go from doing what they want to do, what they sound good to, with somebody else. It has to be approved. And so during that process, by the time they finally got approved and go out on the road, they it wasn't what he thought it was. And I think he tapped out too soon. And um, even though he stayed connected with like Ron Isley, uh, Sugarfoot and all, and Crane and all of them, they um to him I think there was some animosity because he seen them go ahead to that next level and somewhere deep inside I know he wished that he he would have stayed with yeah him. he would have stayed with him yeah and stuck it out and that's for my mom she when you know the her mother and father had a lot of kids and she was the oldest one and they got ready to move because of some BS that happened and they told her that they didn't have enough room for her they they couldn't feed her so they pretty much left her there and the neighbors found out wow. that she when she was like about 12 13 year old neighbors found out she was by herself so she kind of has this view of the world that like if you was to hear my mom talk it's always the world against her is the way she talks and if you was to hear she would say that well i don't know why this is always happening to me or why this is 
And it's really not. She goes in with negative expectations, and then she's frustrated when she gets what she asked for. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the same thing, I just wish that um, I would have had the wisdom, or if I could go back in time, I, I would tell her, you know, the world's what you make up. You know what I mean? And if you're unhappy at any time, you can always change that as long as you're alive. But now she's at a point that she don't want to hear none of that. She'll say, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And then she'll call my sister up and, hey, you know, he's always with that positive mumbo jumbo. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I'd I'd throw um, something out there before we move on to the next question. I'm going to throw one more thing out there that I would say to her is um, my mom always wanted to be an interior designer. Mm. But, you know, she never tried to and you know uh, i guess in her mind she didn't have the means but as long as you're still alive you got the means to make Mm -hmm. something happen and um i guess i would tell her you know go go for the gusto man go for your um your dreams well i think she can come over and start if you're sincere you should let her come over and start with your front room man with my what with your front room your living room Nah, man, my living room fine, brother. But your mom can come over and, and apply her interior decorating skills, and and see what's that. You know, something I'm gonna suggest that to her. I'm gonna suggest that. Man, she got her own living room. She can do that to her living room, man. But it's not when you tested it on your living room. I mean, it's when you go and you work your mat. You see all the reality shows where people come in and how they're all struck with the great job that they did. Right, but my my living room good, brother. This is good. Nah, I want all the listeners to realize how he's putting his mother down after he supported man, her. Come y'all, on, hear that. Man. y'all hear that, man. Y'all hear that. <laughs> no, bro. I got you, mama. You can come decorate any room in the house you want, mama. I got you. Well, right on. I'll let mama know that then, man. Mm-hmm. I'll let her know that Tim said you can come down and decorate his room for him. Oh, she ain't even got called. She can show up. That's mama. Oh, right on there. I'll, I'll let her I'm know. A, I'm going to tell her, your son ain't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's what uh, that's another thing I tell her, man. Mm-hmm. You know, go uh, go for it. I mean, uh, she never just not in your living ne- room, but she can go for it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, she she I mean, my living room fine, man. Mm-hmm. It could be better. You never know. <laughs> man, we go move on, Mister Jokester, man. All right, so we got this last one, man. Do you think that high schools should provide daycare services for students who have children? That gives me mixed emotions because um, I would hope that that home life is together so your high school kids not getting pregnant is what I would like to hope. Right. Yeah. But, you know, we as parents, we only have so much control. So if it did happen, here's where my problem is at. I, I, I like the idea. But by doing the idea, are you saying, hey, don't worry about it? You ain't got to worry about it, you know. So that, I'm, I got mixed emotions about it. I can see the good side of it where if you are in this situation, whether, you know, like you're you're Christian and maybe you were in a, you know, a, a rape situation, you don't believe in abortion, you know what I mean? And, um, well, you, you know, let me clear that up. You don't have to be a Christian not to believe in abortion. If you just don't right. believe in abortion, period. Right. And, um you keep the kid should you be punished for the incident that was beyond your control and daycare is expensive 
Yes, it is, brother. Big time, man. I'm, Daycare is expensive. I've been thinking about putting me a shed out back, starting one myself, but I wouldn't. Well, you already got the shed out there. <laughs> I would want, <laughs> first of all, I want to know how would it be funded? Would it be funded by the community or tax dollars? Or, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be very important because I, I don't think that, like, those people that believe that it's, uh, that it's wrong and it should not be in our schools and it shouldn't come into schools, I don't believe they should have to pay for something that they don't believe in. You know what True. I mean? So I'm, I'm, I got mixed emotions about it. If it came in my school, I, I, I really wouldn't know. I really wouldn't know if it was up for a vote. You know, I mean, I have known of teenagers that had kids and still finished school and, and uh, things like that. But, of course, they would have, um, you know, normally it would be a family member that watched, you know, their kids while they went to school and stuff like that. But um, will it open up a door for them to not be precautious when it comes to sex. I tell you what, here's where we're about to get banned, but I'm speaking from my own experiences. Yeah. Uh, To me, that was just like the uh, abortion issue. I know people, some family members that abortion was used more like a birth control, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it, I I just think that I'm lyric now. There's people that's already in that situation, no matter how how they got in that situation. Daycare is expensive. And yes, if the is. school provided it, it, I think that that would be a good thing on that hand. Then looking at the other side. Who's going to pay for and, it? Yeah, how's it going to be funded? Um, and uh, with the kids just disrupt class, are they going down in between classes to check on their kid and, you know, all that other kind of stuff. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. things I wonder. And I. I guess if I had, if I was forced to pick a side right now, we'll pick. It's not broke. Let's let's not fix it. You know what I mean. Right. So let's just leave it out of schools for right now. Where about getting getting more education and uh, and more sexual education? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, something that ties into what I other question. You're you're totally yeah. right. Because I was thinking again more. I would like to see history is important, but for the most part, here in the United States of America, well, I guess every country I've been to. They tell their version of history and not the true version of history. And um, there's, there's a lot of things in history skewed. So I, I would rather slack up on history and learn more about the political aspects that we're going on. So most people don't even know the three branches of government. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, learn about investments. So learn how to pick up and read that graph on the stock market. Learn what the, the, a ticker symbol means. We can go on a field trip to a museum to see the Wright Brothers playing, but we can't go on a field trip to Wall Street and see how the world runs. You know, so I, that's just me. Right. To learn right. how to open up a bank account, to learn how to write a check. Like, your kids know how to write a check. I think you were telling me about that. Yeah, they know how to write checks. Yeah. If I send my kids in the store with a checkbook right now, they're, they're coming back out. They're, they're not. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they know how to write checks, man. Their school offered, uh, what was it, personal finance. Well, your kids don't go to a regular school either. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they go to go to a charter school. Uh, the, let's call it what it is. Uh, upper class school. That's what no, brother. No, man. No, that's Did not anybody true. anybody get shot in their school last year? No, but nobody got shot in, in the public school that I went to either. Uh, I don't know about that one. It might have got shot outside the school. <laughs> no. 
Heck no, well, you graduated, man. so a lot of the crime in that school went down. So, I mean. <laughs> man, you crazy as hell, man. Well, I just think, you know, when it comes to the. I'm for sex education in school along with, you know. Me too. Where they're working with the parents outside of school. You know what I mean? I'm. I'm all for, uh, I'm not really for the, the, the daycare and other things like that to try to facilitate something that shouldn't happen. Right. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I don't know the, the young lady situation that would be in there. I just know in my family, it just, it was just wild and loose what it was. You know what I mean? And also too, man comes down to, um, and I'm not just, you know, speaking on your family. I'm just speaking in general, mm-hmm. man. That also comes down to, Guidance and home training, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Parenting starts at home, brother. That it does, man. That it does. Yeah, man. Well, man, you got anything else you want to add on this one? Well, I could throw a couple jokes out there, but I'm just going to wrap this one up and save yeah, my jokes for yeah. the next you episode. Can, yeah, you can You can always throw some jokes out there at any <laughs> game. Man, I think you wake up laughing. Probably. Try to. <laughs> It's usually the jokes on me, so I, I try to get somebody back every chance I get. Oh man, yeah, man, man. I think we're gonna we're gonna close this one out, man. I I enjoyed this one, which is like I say, I enjoy all of them. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. As always, comment, subscribe, share, tell your friends and your family about it. Continue to help one another, not hurt one another. And please, y'all, please stay healthy. I'm your host, Chad Patterson. And as always, I got my co-host. Tim Beecham here. And I would like to just say, wrapping up to all the uh, people that think COVID-19 is a conspiracy theorist. My name is Tim Beecham. Put that on your, as a beneficiary. I will take all your stuff when you drop (laughs) dead. That's all all I'm really... Just, just put my name on there uh, when you catch the Ebola virus, the, the COVID-19, all that. <laughs> Why every time I say what I want to say, you start laughing? Because, man, man, you surprise me every time at the end, man. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of these closing outs, man, you surprise me every time. But, hey, man, everything you said is just real. That's real talk, man. Well, I believe they have the right, you know, because I, I meet people all the time. Oh, it's not real. So, okay, fine. You might make me a beneficiary because you have nothing to lose since it's not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. Now, I will say before we before we walk away from this, those numbers are not all accurate. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, you know, when greed comes into play. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, whatever side needs the money or the grant or whatever, that's where the numbers are going to go. But what I do, because I know people that's actually been oh, affected yeah. by this and I. And the majority of them recovered, you know what I mean? And I, I right, want to thank them right. for actually streaming live and getting in groups and updating us. The one guy updated us daily on what he was going through, at least the best that he could. And right, so, you know. yeah. Con- you know, considering his situation, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, y'all, y'all continue to be safe out there, stay healthy. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, signing off. Y'all be safe now. We'll catch you on the next podcast episode.